1: From Phoenix to London. From L.A. to around the world. This is the ticket. All sports, all the time. With your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader. Voice America Sports.
2: Well, it sounds like uh, it's our turn. We're up. No no music, no lead-in. We're just going to come. We're, we're going to hit it.
1: Where, where's the music at?
2: And no more music. Man. No more music. The music's over
1: here in Nevada. Yeah, you I know.
2: You know, it's, it's, uh, I don't want to say it's a sad time because it's a beautiful day. Temperature is hotter than normal. But, uh, 93. But the teams, we're going to talk about those teams They're a little bit high. later. But we want to talk about something good. What, what, yeah, who are you? Uh, by the way, I'm Ray Ellis. Oh. This Sports on the Voice America oh, Network okay. with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. Hey, man. And uh, guess what? Uh, you know, the big game. Do you think the big game really lived up to the hype? no, i don't either why nope. now why do you say that
1: because i I just didn't think it did. The game was slow, it was boring. Uh, I thought we were going to see a big blowout. Again,
2: these... Well, r- wait, no. No no, blowout. You, did, lo- you didn't expect a blowout between the two best teams in the league? No, I did. I, I expected the Colts to blow out the Patriots. No, I... I no, well, <laughs> you know, we've got... Uh, and put Tom Brady real, in his place. We've got a real loyal listener who always listens yeah, to our no, show, and, right and no. he's, he's, he's a big uh, Colt fan. Yeah, well, a, no, he's actually a Patriot he's a fan. a Patriot fan. And he didn't believe at all they were going to get blown out. And, uh, you know, actually, if you look at the way, you know, the game transpired... It was, it was a kind of a sloppy game. The Patriots were, yeah. were, were were very heavily penalized. I think they were frightened. Well, you know, you go into a game like that, you know, and I was once told by a football coach who was also a fighter pilot, and that courage is something that one demonstrates even when he is or she is fearful of something. Mm-hmm. So they put, they could have gone into that game afraid, afraid of perhaps maybe losing and not living up to the expectations that everybody has of this team of going 16-0 But at the same time, like Tony Dungy has said to his team, and and Tom Brady continues to articulate to everybody else that this is not their goal, and this is what it's all about. This is just game number nine. Yeah, well, you know what? I,
1: the way I looked at it, uh, the, all the losing teams in the uh, NFL should be watching that game to understand the game of football. That, that, that's what I think should should happen.
2: Well, you know, they, specifically they, certain teams. Well, well, you know, you could look at it to, to <laughs> learn how to learn how to win. But <laughs> but you're right because there's yeah. some teams who could look at those teams as an example. Yeah. And that's what they do. Many times they want you to watch a winner. Watch a winner yeah. and see how they win football games.
1: There's people listening to us become winners. And
2: see, yeah, we, yeah. we become the number one uh, sports talk show on the uh, on the internet. That's right. So on the we're, internet, not just having...
1: here on the Internet, oh, you Internet. people listen to us. Okay, now were, t- we're up to 20000 i'm They're gonna hold you up to that one.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna hold you up to that one. It was funny,
1: you know, uh, talking to the, every, our listeners. Ray called me on Sunday, and Ray was a little bit upset. And I said, uh, Ray. Uh, you owe me a steak dinner, and Ray had this little like uh, sarcastic laugh. Steak he, dinner, that, yeah, steak dinner, yeah. You don't remember that? It's on tape.
2: No. Yeah.
1: Anyway, we'll talk about that later. That's about our cheese favorite Arizona Pigeon. cheese. Oh, it's a cheese, cheese steak, steak. Yeah, yeah, instead what of instead of spending nineteen ninety five. Oh, you're gonna go to Collions? Yeah, okay. there you go. That's a pretty good cheese steak. There anyway, the thing is with the Colts and Marvin Harrison. You think if Harrison would have played, I, uh, I, I, there's um, no doubt the you know because
2: I told you that if Marvin's in that game, it is it's, it's a difference. He makes a. He, He's a game breaker. He is certainly somebody that there's no way you can, you know, get prepared to play against probably one of the best receivers to ever play in the game. And all of a sudden, he's not playing yeah. because they weren't sure if he was going to play or not. But it turns out that he didn't play. He didn't it was a play. game time decision. He didn't play. But you know why he didn't play? Why, because. That? You know, Tony Dungy and the Indianapolis Colts realize that if we put him in for this game, he gets hurt. We don't have him for the playoffs, playoffs
1: and, and possibly the and Super Bowl.
2: And let me tell you something. I don't care. Those other receivers on there, they're, they're all very good. But still, Marvin Harrison would have made a difference. But it, it just tells me that Tony Dungy is a
1: smart coach. That, that's, what he, that's what it says.
2: Well, I'll tell you, I, I mean, Amongst all the dumb, dumb coaches in the yeah, league. He's a smart coach. And he's coach. a smart coach. Well, why did you think at the end of the game Belichick didn't have the respect to shake the man's hand and look him in the eyes? Well, oh, because he's a cheater. Remember well he, Belichick, he was, a, he, well, Belichick five, was cheated, but Tony Dungy was very respectful. Walked up to him, shook yeah. his hand. It's well, even on the front page, I think, of the USA Today. You can see this handshake.
1: Why, is, why does Belichick have this attitude? He got caught cheating a couple weeks ago. Nobody wants to talk about that. And
2: anymore. one of the greatest coaches that ever played, coach the game, Coached the game, coach your game is, and, and the man who, was, as a matter of fact, the only undefeated coach in the NFL, Don Shula, says, if indeed they do win the Super Bowl, that an asterisk needs to go next to the team's name
1: because of that cheating. Because of up. cheating. Do you think they cheated on Sunday to win that game?
2: Well, you know, it, it, were you I, watching? Listen, they. they They've done it before. Uh, mm Oh, there you go again. And bad habits are hard to break. That's what you just did. That was a bad habit. It is is a bad habit. And and bad habits are hard to break. Now, I'm not going to say that they cheated Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say the fact that they have cheated previously, mm-hmm. that uh, you know it gave them advantage before. What did they do this week? Well, he, he's, a, he's still a good coach. He prepared for the team. That's all. He prepared for the he, team. He got the team. But the prepared. Colts, the Colts could have won that and should have won the game. I think
1: I picked the Colts and I thought the Colts were going to win the game. They were winning the game up into the fourth quarter, after the, to the last five minutes. And I'm I'm just sitting there and going, what what happened?
2: What, what's going on? But it was a good game. I mean, well, overall, it should have been 21 to nothing. The Colts had an opportunity. Yeah, they had a lot of three opportunities. touchdowns. and yeah. they didn't score. You you know, touchdowns, they put field goals. And, and any know, time you get close to the red zone, you got to come away with touchdowns. And you know what? And they played at home. And they played at home. And you yeah. think they, they, they would have done well. Yeah, well, uh-huh. you know, and the, the thing about it is is when we listened earlier in the year to the people on TV, that those guys that know it all. All oh, the know-it-alls. Yeah, you know, Steve Young said this game isn't going to be a big deal. Uh-huh. It's no big deal. But it is a big deal because now, as it turns out. Well, what do you think they said? Well, t- well, Steve said that for the simple reason that it's just one game. But in the scope of things, what this game will determine Mm -hmm. is, who has home for an That's what it comes the down to. The Indianapolis Colts would much rather play the AFC Championship game in a controlled environment right. where, where the Which temperature a is home. controlled right. at
1: home. Instead of New England. Instead
2: of New England, where it'll be freezing cold, and so, that's to the advantage of the Patriots. So,
1: so are you saying to me that it should be the Colts and the Patriots for the AFC uh,
2: Championship? You think well, it's gonna you know, that's what it's going to come down to? Pittsburgh's coming up. On man. paper, right now, it looks good, but you're exactly right. Pittsburgh last night, you know, man, they oh looked That Monday night game looked very, very it, good. It's amazing the Cardinals beat them, but it was such That's so, amazing. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you. Again, will get was, into that later there was so much going into this Pittsburgh game for that team to win. I mean, it was a seventy fifth Anniversary of the team, and they bought back the greatest players or the Pittsburgh Steelers right. to ever they played. They the, the game, whole thing, right? And it's almost like your heroes are walking right in front of you, and right. you see the, you get to shake their hands, you get to talk to them. You get excited. They're motivating you. I, I was so excited. There was no way I got motivated. Big, Big Ben and those guys weren't going to play a great game. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh,
1: the uh, Ray Lewis is out there uh, romping and rolling around trying to motivate the defense, and it
2: didn't work. Well, that's the, listen, but that's the way you play yeah. the game. You play the game. Many people don't like the way Ray plays the game. But no, you got to play the game for 60 minutes. Right. Just, it doesn't make a difference if you're losing. And that's what I, as a ball player, I never wanted to play with anybody that didn't want to finish the game. Because mm-hmm. you, you just never, listen, games are made of big plays. A fumble is a big play. If fumbles is bounces on the ground, somebody picks it Let up. Let me ask you a question, score.
1: though. As a former player, if you're down 45-7 to 7 and you've got four minutes to go, what do you care
2: no, you still play. Oh, so you
1: want to keep your job, is what it is. You, you continue,
2: but but no, a game is oh, again, it's again, situations. Again. So you want to know that there's a game that you played in that you may play another one. So, like I, have later. A, so I have a question. You never give you.
1: up. So I have a question for you. So how many? I'm watching uh, Sunday, uh, all these different football games, and these teams are losing really bad. And it just seems like a lot of them are giving up. I mean, when they start getting into 23 to three and 23 to nothing, it sounds. It just goes, mm, you
2: know. Well, you're right. I mean, it, you know, it does it, seem like players are giving up, and you know, I'm not going to tell you it, that well, they're you know not what? because if you watch, watch the game. Watch I watch the d- game very closely. I do, and when you, what I, I want I you to realize is, you'll watch some players that when the ball is away from them mm-hmm. on defense, and they run it to the left side, mm-hmm. you'll see the guys on the right side just standing there. Don't, they're not trying to run yeah. and make a tackle. Why should they? Well, Why because should they run they, across the field because they can. That's what football's all about. Well, that's what they're supposed to do. That's see, people give up. That's like Charlie Weiss right now. Charlie Weiss, you can believe. Charlie Weiss wish. He was, that he was still with the New England Patriots because it's almost like those guys that are playing with him. Yeah, but you know what? Notre Dame have yeah, given up. You can get into Charlie Weiss. Navy look, beat them. Look, look at Charlie White still last year at Notre Dame. Maybe was a patriotic thing for him to do to let Navy beat him. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he did it for the troops. Yeah, right? there you
2: go. You know. Yeah. Anyway, you're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show
1: on the Voice America Sports Radio Network, the number one sports talk show on this network and on the internet. And you got Fan Man right here. If you'd like to call in, you may do so. Telephone number eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight again. And we're talking about the National Football League, the NFL, all the games. And, um, you know, hey, what happened to the Eagles? Well, you know. What's going on? Well, you
2: know, that that's something else. That that hey. is that's a situation yeah. and there's a lot of things that are contributing to what's happening with the Eagles as they're starting to fall apart. Now, you in you, you,
1: you you played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, one thing I want to say and you tell me if I'm right or wrong. With all the hoopla and all the crap that's going on with the coach, Andy Reid, you think that's having an effect on the team and the management of the team? And the, and the player is reacting to this uh, drug inforium that's in his house.
2: Well, th- th- listen, there's no way that it can't. How can it possibly not affect his ability to coach? Because let me t- let me give an example. Look at the game. He, but but I, um, That's what I'm saying. Like, I, but, I, but listen, all due respect to Andy, because I would never want to have that situation. And I wouldn't wish that on anybody. No, I,
1: no, but no. at the same time, I, I if, if
2: we're addressing an issue and we're talking about we're discussing it, and, and let's put away the fact that we know the people involved in it. You know, this is well, something. You know what? I, got listen, he didn't go to work. Instead of going to work, he went to court. How are you yeah. going to tell me that's not affecting your job? So, it's
1: so, a, so, what the media is saying is, here's what the media is saying: is the father? Uh, he's a father of these two two children. Is he a good father, or is he a bad father? Is he is he thinking now that I'm a bad parent, that I didn't raise these kids the way they're supposed to be raised? I mean, is it really coming down to that? And you know what? Since the media has brought all this up, I could care less about him and his personal problems. The only thing I care about is the players and the play on the field. And the media has blown this thing up out of control. And I feel sorry for the poor guy. I, I don't think the media has blown. I think
2: I the think media, some media. I they think media. talking no. about it well, well, night. Well, Yes, but here's the thing. No, no, they shouldn't. It's not, new. Al Michaels and John. But Madden. everybody else. No. no, that's the way where they do it. Everybody else, they do that. You cannot, and that's the that's the issue that some of the players are saying. The players are saying, well, is, this is, a, is this a double standard? Are you reading my mind. Are they going to treat him different than they would treat the players? Are because you reading, if because okay. if they were a player, they would talk about. Okay, it. look at Michael Vick and all that mess
1: back back a couple months ago. So they okay? talk about it. They, you know, they talk about it, and you know the team goes down, the team gets depressed, the team is upset set they're not winning it's a mess down in atlanta and it is in philadelphia everybody was picking philly to be at the top you know that pat summerall said it a lot of people said it and philly is falling apart and i think it has to do with the media because the coach is having a lot of problems philadelphia has won four nfc divisional championships
2: and is now sitting three and five in the cellar and but well, we can't blame what? the media for the problems that the players are having on the field because okay. the bottom line is listen those guys have to play football, and he has to coach them, but they have to go out and they have to execute. He gives them a play, they have to execute, okay. and they are actually doing a poor job of executing, and we're going to get a chance to find out, to hear a little bit more about yeah. because our correspondent from Philadelphia, Jeff Mosher, I believe is on the line. Hey,
1: Jeff, uh, welcome to the Ray L. Show. Uh, this is Fan Man along with Ray. How you doing? Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, great, good.
2: Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Listen, we we just jumped right into it, man, and we kn- we, I heard. we were trying to wait for you, yeah, but we, we couldn't get away from you We got, got so excited Dallas, about it because what we're going to do is we're gonna, we're going to uh, we're going to save the best for last, which yeah. is the Cardinals. <laughs> we're gonna the Cardinals uh, but we're going to talk a little bit more about uh. what's happening in Philadelphia uh, because it was a national TV game. You know, if the world got a chance to see the Philadelphia Eagles get the opportunity to knock the Dallas Cowboys and bring them down to their knees and humble them. Right. And, and, because and, they're very arrogant at this time. And
1: who's that arrogant player? And,
2: and, well, one of, a former Eagle, Tio. Tio. And he went and had, you know, one of his best games yes. of his career. He shoved
1: it up their asses but, in Philly, But the Jeff, poor give, fans. Us,
2: give us a little insight of, uh, you know, what's happening there. What's the environment like today as opposed to what it's like, the, you know, this time last week?
3: Um, it's it's not too good. <laughs> I think um, I think there's a lot of confusion and there's there's a lot of of, of questioning of why it's, ha, why and how it's come to this, guys. Uh, to be honest with you, you know, two years ago and their their the year after their Super Bowl, they had a ton of injuries. They had that injury to Donovan McNabb uh, suffered in the Dallas game. You guys remember? Um, they had injuries to Lido, Brian Wabby, I mean, everybody was hurt, and they went six and ten. You know, last year they were five and six until Jeff Garcia. Took over and brought him back a little bit, but even in at five and six, they had two or three really freakish losses. I don't know if you remember the uh, the Tampa Bay game where they lost on a sixty-two yard field goal, and uh, the Giants game where they blew a seventeen point lead. They also had some injuries last year, but this year you're talking about. I mean, they've had everybody there. This is not this is not a um, you know an, an injured team out there. This is the guys that they go to the battle with every day and. They're just not getting hey, it done. Hey, Jeff,
1: Jeff, we got to take a break. Uh, can, you, uh, can you? Would you mind holding on just for about two minutes? We'll be right back. We appreciate that, Jeff. Uh, you're listening sure. to the Voice of America Sports Radio Network with Ray Allison, Fan Man, and we'll be right back after we pay some bills. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds back.
0: And move oh, I
1: just, and I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, MLB, NBA, NHL, speak up, speak up or forever hold your mouth.
2: We ain't playing around here.
1: Voice America Sports.
0: In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much, unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
2: Is a beauty. He's a fly ball deep
3: right field. That goes O'Neal. He's up there. got it. With 2.8 seconds left From to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of
1: here. From high school to the pros, we, we, cover, everything. we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. That's BTO baby there's,
2: there's that music <laughs> there's that music that we were looking for early in this show listen Yeehaw! you listen to Braille sports on the voice American Network with the number one co-host in the world Amen. and uh, we've got Jeff and that's uh, Jeff with the G Mosher, our correspondent <laughs> out in the, on the East Coast and we were talking about the Eagles and Jeff uh, why don't you continue to give us some insight as you where you were uh, before we went to break
3: well what I was basically getting at is this the team that's taken the field is, is their product that's what they have to offer that's what they've had success with in the past and for some reason they go over it every week and they, they think they have it worked out but they don't and the same problems uh, keep reoccurring they just can't move the ball offensively they can't put points on the board of uh, they've been a good defense but they really hadn't played an explosive team like Dallas until this weekend and uh, or told the past weekend and they kind of got exposed as maybe not so, so good of a pass defense uh, you know obviously against the run they're pretty good but They're getting exposed, and it's just becoming a week-to-week thing, and it looks like it's going to be a very uphill climb, if it's even a climb anymore, to be honest, for them to make the the playoffs.
2: Jeff, one thing about it, you you said it's their product, and and one thing we know about all product, uh, product uh, has a product life. You know, it has a a shelf life, and uh, it looks like the expiration date has kind of come and gone with some of the product that they're putting on the field. I mean, uh, I think all the other teams across the league are getting younger, and I don't see the Eagles actually getting younger.
3: You're right, and, um, you know, Especially at one very important position, and that's quarterback. Um, Donovan is, is clearly lacking something. Uh, you know, he says he's, he's been the first to admit, and Andy's been the first to admit that he's not a hundred percent. But they've also said he's good enough to get out there and and be a productive player, and that he's ahead of schedule from the knee surgery. Uh, and some of the some of the question marks on the offense this year, guys. I mean, you have to just have to wonder. It, I don't even know if it's knee injury related. It's it doesn't have um, a star-studded cast of receivers. He's got some good receivers, but not. Guys like you have out there, and Larry uh, Fitzgerald and, and Quan Bolden, and um, he's not—he's not—he's not a quarterback that likes to take that risk like Brett Favre. He doesn't like to throw the interception, and at some point, you have to wonder if he's not going to take chances and throw the ball downfield. Is he hurting the offense? Now, Andy Reid has said he's sticking with Donovan McNabb for now, but Andy also said yesterday in his press conference, anything can happen, and you know they've got the rookie Kevin Cobb, who they drafted, uh, waiting in the wings. So. It's very interesting to see five weeks from now if this team is you know three and ten where they're going to move, make the move at quarterback.
2: Hey Jeff, one thing that I I think I don't necessarily think that that Donovan is mm. you know necessarily the the biggest problem. He's a quarterback, and the quarterback's always a, a thing to stick out. But I would say mm. you hit it dead on the nose. That receiver core we have, we don't have a great core receivers. Now everybody says that. Uh, you know, he's not taking chances. When you had a, a very good receiver uh, with T.O., you know, we just about opened up every game with a long bomb. You know, we were known to, th- you know, to open it up and stretch the field. And I don't see him having the comfort, the comfort zone of stretching the field because of the receivers. And then also, I mean, we, we got a damn good running back back there too, you know, so, mm-hmm. uh, and I think our offensive line is getting a, a little old. You know, John Runyon's still hanging around. John yeah, Runyon's
3: really old. And, yeah. yeah. You know? that's where, and that's where, you know, I said it starts with the quarterback at the, you know, the major position getting old, but the tackles are old too. You yeah, know, yeah. William Thomas and John Runyon, they've been good throughout their history, but they're, they're getting a little up there and, and the protection hasn't been great all the time. Hey, Jeff,
1: Jeff, this is Fan Man. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of media around the country saying about Andy Reid. They said it at uh, Al Michaels and John Madden said it on Sunday night, um, you know, about all of Andy's problems with his children. Do you think that's having an effect on the team? Uh, do you think that Andy is a little bit, a little bit like, out of it, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like uh, being, you know, like, I don't know what to do here, uh, kind you of know, insecure, I, you know, whatever? Yeah, I
3: hear where you're getting at. And, and just my personal opinion, to be totally honest, I don't think it really has much to do with it. Um, okay to be honest, these guys love Andy Reid. I mean, so if anything, for all the stuff that he's gone through this year with his children, you would almost think that the effect on the field would be: Let's go win one for our embattled coach, right? Yeah, now. That,
1: that, that's what I thought. I thought they were going to kick Dallas's ass. I really did. I thought they were going to come yeah. out. The fans are—I uh, mean—going crazy. I'm sitting there watching it. I know Ray was, and a lot of other people around the country. Mm-hmm. And it just—it just seemed like they just weren't on all eight cylinders. They seemed—you know what? I'm sorry, guys.
2: I got—I got to disagree with both of you guys, Jeff yeah. and, and mm-hmm. Famine. I've got to do that because you know yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I have children. There is mm-hmm. no way in the world, if you're going to tell me that my son's locked up in jail, that I'm not thinking about it all the time. Well, you just said that has no no bearing on the team. The I team didn't say play. that. Should, I, did. No, I said did No, start. I said the guy should play, but you asked him about Andy. And you mm-hmm. said, so you, when you're talking all about Andy, okay, well, I, I can, yes, it's affecting what he's doing. Well, but it. once he gives them a play, that's why I, they've I, got to execute. That's why I got what okay, I that, wanted. Because a it, question. You know,
3: he, I, is it on his mind when he's out on the field? He's a human being. I don't know. There you go. Say, there
2: you go. That's it. He's a human being.
1: I, I bet you any amount of money When you talk about mine.
3: X's and O's and the execution of plays and the calling of plays, I mean, 85% of that is Jim Johnson calling the defense and Marty Mortimer calling the offense anyway. You know, Indy gave up the play calling last year, and he hasn't taken it back. He well, is Jeff, you know a, I, true, a head coach in the true terms in, where he's in charge of sideline morale and, and making sure everybody's... You know, got their head together.
1: Jeff, my, my feeling is if they lose next week's game, if they lose that game, I think you're going to see a new, that quarterback come in. I think he has to start making changes, and they got to start bringing younger players in there. I mean, you know, they, they have been a great team over the last five years, six years, and it just seems like they just don't have that punch they used to have, you know?
0: Yeah. I, they just don't, they just don't it. have it. I, I mean,
1: I mean, I'm an Eagles fan. I mean, I was sick to my stomach Sunday night watching that, and especially Dallas and Philly hate each other. It's a bit at the worst
2: rivalry in the NFL. Well, you know, right. one thing about it is when you when you play against a team and you want to prepare against a team, you game plan where you're going to be threatened at. You know, who is who is going to hurt us, and we got to make sure there's a way Tony to try to eliminate that threat. And when you play the Philadelphia Eagles right now, the only threat that they have on the field is Westbrook. He is the best running back he had. they oh, have, great. and he's the best wide receiver that they have. And so if you can eliminate him and take him out of the game, then the game is over with. And he's a running back, so it's easy to do that because before he can get past he, you in the secondary, he's got to go past maybe seven or eight people in the box.
1: Well, you know what? I want to take it a step further. If you look at Green Bay, the way uh, far is playing, and he has that young offensive line protecting his ass, you know, that's what needs to be done in Philadelphia. I think the O-line is falling apart. Donovan can't get the ball off. Yeah, we, and we have the wide receiver situation. When T.O. was there, like you said, Ray, they throw the bomb. The first play, they throw L. J. the bomb. L.J. Smith
2: was there to help him yeah. at tight end yeah. as well. Yeah. He's, still, he's still there, but, you know. He's not the way he used to be. You had a number right. of weapons on the field at one time. At one time, So right. it's hard to do that. It's just like we talked about uh, the Indianapolis Colts. If Marvin Harrison would have been on the field, probably would have won that You know, game. it's a little difficult yeah. to when you got a couple right. of different threats on the field. So, so how the, Jeff, how are the fans feeling back there?
3: <laughs> <You> <laughs> mean the, ones, the ones that haven't jumped off the bridge yet? Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: the, the ones that are still on the bridge waited, uh, went, uh, waiting to jump.
3: All you need to know is that the back page of the uh, Philadelphia Daily News on Monday morning read, let's go Flyers, with a picture of the Eagles <laughs> losing <laughs> to <laughs> the Cowboys. Wow. So, wow, uh, <laughs> that's pretty bad. I'll actually
0: you know well, I'll you what...
3: disappointed. You know, I think it's one thing. Well, first of all, the fan base is always going to be impatient until they win a Super Bowl. So let's. Let's already factor that in. Yeah, we know that. Um, It's one thing if you tell your fan base, look, we're going to do everything we can to try and win. Uh, We've got some growing to do. We've got some young guys, yada, yada. Prepare them for that. But when you say every year that you intend to win the Super Bowl and that you have the talent to win the Super Bowl and then you come out and you start off and you can't even win back-to-back games – Obviously, people are going to be upset and disappointed and start calling for heads.
1: Yeah, they sound like the Arizona Cardinals.
2: Well, Jeff, that's one reason why, why <laughs> Fan Man and I do this show together is because I thought he, coming from Philadelphia... Was mm-hmm. an intelligent fan I am. and knew the game, and, and so and that's what you have there in Philadelphia. You're not going to have people that are going to accept the fact that you're going to tell them you're a good football team. They come to the game and they see what you put on the field. They're not going to accept that. They if never booed If they booed Santa Claus and they booed Ron Jaworski when he got <laughs> hurt, they don't care. They're going to boo Donovan. They're going to boo Westbrook if he starts forming and he stops and mm-hmm. he they starts dropping balls. They ball. boo everybody. They're going to boo Andy. They don't care. They want one thing: a Super Bowl championship. Now the fact that let we didn't go me, to sh- four uh, uh, NFC championships, that was okay, but, that, but that's what under the bridge. But did they ever boo you, Ray? Um, I was fortunate, no. No, they didn't boo you? No. As a you know, matter of fact, I'll tell you this, and I don't talk about much. <laughs> I, I, I even was voted, I think, the best send-off uh, of the year. Really? When the they send-off sit, to where? They just kicked the Cleveland. Kicking the jersey? And I went to two <laughs> AFC championships, you know, and I was doing the transition from, from, from Marion Campbell to Buddy Ryan, of which the team eventually... You know, got better, but even still then, they weren't happy with that team that Buddy put on the field because, again, they didn't make it to the NFC they, Championship and they, they go to the Super Bowl. They, you know, they you don't know, want anything but a Super Bowl championship. You know what's
1: funny? Yeah, there's a the
3: bottom line here. Yeah, that is the
1: bottom line. They went to, they get, they've been to the Super Bowl, and they still haven't won it. The fans won it really bad. But you know what? One of the things that uh, John Baden said, I think, Sunday night, they were talking about one of the all-pro all, all uh, wide-end receivers in the game Tommy McDonald and I when I heard that name. I went, wow! I haven't, I, God, I haven't heard that name in so long. Tommy McDonald and Sonny Jurgensen, what a team! What a matchup that was. Yeah, well, Tommy was on the sixty championship team, yeah, right? I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I went to the I went to the dinner with that. Yeah, my, that was that. Was,
2: yeah, that was that was a long time ago. And that, again, they've been starving for a Super Bowl for a long time. But Jeff, give us a little insight on what, what's happening with the rest of the East over there, the NFC East in particular.
3: Well, it's, it's this has been probably a banner year for the NFC. It's obviously, you have the Cowboys at seven and one, the Giants at six and two, and the Redskins at five and three. They're all looking like legitimate playoff contenders, and it's been a long time. You know, the Giants have been kind of an up and down team the last five years. They could win the division and then finish last the next year. But I think the interesting thing with them is that, is the Tom Coughlin watch seems to have have, have settled down a little bit. Um, he gave the team five days off after the. Uh, After the bye week and you heard quotes from Imani Toomer saying, this is amazing. This is stuff I used to read about in the newspapers that other coaches would do, but not Tom Coughlin. So you're talking about a guy who was really under the gun, only had one year left on his contract, was considered a taskmaster and such a disciplinarian that his players didn't like him. And now you have the opposite effect. He's got this open door policy where you can come and talk to him. Um, players seem to be liking the new Tom and Tom seems to be Spending just a little bit more uh, than, than he used to, and now you have a six and two Giants team after the bye week. Although we've hey, hey, that... this team at six and two before and crumble, so that's that, right. It's, it's where they go from here. That's the big difference.
1: Yeah, but Jeff, is that saying that Tom Coughlin's saying to himself, uh, "I'm doing this to save my
3: job"? Um, I think no, because well, maybe yeah. Well, let's say that, but also because I think he's starting to realize that if he doesn't adjust and he doesn't adapt to the modern day player, and you know, understand that. Communication is a two-way street, and it's not necessarily a dictatorship all the time. Right. Then he's going to actually have a better on-field product, and you see his Giants are now six and two. They've won six games in a row. They're streaking. They're playing well. They're getting good, pretty much good defense and offense. Uh, so, I'm sure that has to play a role in that.
2: Hey, Tom is a product of his environment, and I don't know if you guys know this, but Tom happened to be on the staff of Dick Vermeil, and Dick mm-hmm. Vermeil was one of those coaches that went to the Super Bowl, and the guys had the worst time in their life, and of course they got beat by the guy who has the formula of success, and that's Al Davidson, just win, baby, and that's what's happening Jim in Plunket. New York. Jim Plunket. That's what's happening in New York is the fact the reason why he's changed is because they're winning. If you win, you change. If you lose, there's no reason to reward a team that is losing. This is a winning team, so they made a few adjustments and they are winning. They are winning, and so you know, everybody's when everybody's happy and you're winning, then you know you do some things, you pick up some things. But I wouldn't reward a team that was losing. No, hey, Tony Dungy made the guys come to work when they've never come. They come to work on a Monday one time, I think, in the last two years. Mm -hmm. But he made them come to work this Monday.
1: This Monday. Because, because they of lost. that big game. Hey Ask hey Jeff, uh
2: right. watched the movie the other night, Invincible. Were you
1: were you uh hanging out with the Eagles at that time when uh, Vince Papalley was around? Yeah, I, I, I was. Really? Cool. Hey, we got to take a break, Jeff. Stay on. Uh, love your conversation. Oh, so wait, you
3: asking? I'm sorry. Do you mean when the movie came out or when? No, no, no. When you, were, when you were with the Eagles. <laughs> anyway.
2: Well, no, he wasn't covering them then. He was no. covering
1: them. Anyway. I wasn't
3: covering them. <laughs> Just hold
1: on for a second. Uh, we'll get back to you. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show with Fan Man on the number one internet sports talk station in the country on the Voice of America Sports.com radio network. We'll be right back after these messages.
0: From the Super Bowl to the World Cup and every major sporting event in between, front row with sports travel insider Robert Tuckman will take you on a private ride ride into the exclusive world of high-end sports travel. Tune in every Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern as Robert interviews key event organizers as well as star athletes and celebrities who attend these events. That's Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. is a
3: beauty. It's a 5 ball, deep right field. thought goes O'Neal. He's the... shot. got it. With 2.8 seconds it's left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of
1: here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
2: That makes me want to go to the islands. Ooh la la. <laughs> Up to the
1: sandbar. Uh,
2: you're in the Bahamas, and you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world, hey man. And we're in the Bahamas. <laughs> I was just in tropical fantasy yeah,
1: paradise. Yeah,
2: there you go. Look at that chick doing the hey,
1: hula Jeff. Hula. Are you still there <laughs> out there in, in cold yeah.
2: Philadelphia?
3: Uh, yeah, and it's getting colder. It was <laughs> nice and mild last week, but it's it's not it's a it's a bone cold one coming up soon. And you know that today. was that,
2: that was all just for preparation of the Cowboy game, made the weather nice and everything, hoping we <laughs> can go out and win. But we lost. But listen, we're gonna let you go. But before we let you go, I uh, want you to tell us a little bit about uh, you know what you think about the Giants in Dallas this week. What do you think?
3: Well, this is a this is a true litmus test for the Giants because they've won six straight games, but. To be honest with you, they haven't really beaten the the most quality of competition. I think they have wins over, you know, you saw that Miami win in London, which was just awful. Mm -hmm. Um, They had that win over, uh, I believe, St. Louis. They just haven't beaten too many quality opponents. So um, we'll we'll see if this Giants team is for real. I think we know the Cowboys are are pretty for real by now. Um, The Giants, they still have, this is a big test for them.
2: Anybody else out there you think that, uh, you know, starting to make a move in, uh, in the NFC?
3: Well, I do. I think, and I actually said this. Too bad I wasn't talking to you guys at the time. But I really think that New Orleans is going to win that division. I think you're right. As sad as it sounds, I said this when they were 0 and four. Not because I thought New Orleans was great, obviously at 0 and four. But I looked around. I saw Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers with Vinnie Testaverde or David Carr, and then Tampa Bay. I just didn't think could keep it up for the whole year. Um, I I just think New Orleans has the most talent on that team. They've obviously started to figure it out. Four and four now, and I think you're going to see them win that division after starting 0 and 4.
2: Well, of course, you're talking about that division, but as we look across the NFC in terms of who could possibly be out there to face either the Colts. Or, uh, you know, the Patriots, and I don't like to say that, but the Colts or the Patriots, uh, who you think might represent us? You think, uh, you think Tampa, I'm, I'm sorry, you think the Saints could actually, uh, be the NFC representative in the, uh, in the, in the big game, or that's just
3: <laughs> absolutely that... not. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. I don't think their defense is good enough. I think right now Dallas is the, the class of the conference. Uh, I'd watch out a little bit for Detroit because everybody knows that they can score a lot of points, but they're six and two right now, and their defense has played pretty well. Uh, yeah. You know, that I mean, hey, hey, Sean hey, Rogers uh, with that remarkable fumble recovery and return the other day.
1: Hey Jeff, they're coming to Arizona to see the Pigeons this Sunday. <laughs> well,
3: we're
2: we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but let me ask you something: Do you believe Do you believe in Brett Favre?
3: Um, I believe in the Packers because I believe in their defense and the fact that Brett Favre seems to be managing the game a little bit more because he has more confidence in his team. But when you look at that roster and skill players. Uh, a little young, you know, I don't, I don't know, you know, aside from Brett, I just don't know if they're, they're a team that can go through the NFC Championship game and beat a Dallas or whoever they might have to face. I, I I believe they're a playoff team, I just don't know if I'm, if I'm you know, buying them as a NFC representative in the Super
2: Bowl. Okay, hey, Jeff, man, it's been great as always, and you know we'll uh, be sure to check in with you again next week. Uh, I believe you've got a, a blog out there somewhere, don't you, Jeff? You want to give us some information on that?
3: Yeah, you can read uh, my blog or any anything uh, Eagles-related or NFL-related on uh, my newspaper's website, the News Journal. Dot, it's DelawareOnline.com, www.DelawareOnline.com.
1: Sounds cool, Jeff. We really appreciate your input into the NFL. And, of course, we'll see you next week. And you have a great week and a great uh, next weekend of football. Go, Birds. My pleasure, fellas. Okay, okay Jeff. Thanks, Jeff.
3: Take
2: care. Hey, that's a good uh, segue. You know, we talked a little bit about uh, the birds. About, uh, what yeah, birds you want to talk about this go, time. Well, we're going to talk about these you birds. You want to talk about the, the pigeons? Red birds. No, no, the red birds. No. We're going to talk about the, uh, the you know, about the Cardinals. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Cardinals. one thing about it is, listen, yeah, the offense just didn't show up this week. The offense was, was terrible. You know, to the point whereas, you know, the quarterback, you know, even stepped up. And Kurt said, listen, Kurt said that he was ashamed to be a part of that. You yeah. know, that he was too good of a yeah. player. And yeah. he used the word that we very seldom use in sports. I. I. He used, he said, I, 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 I And I. too good to be a part of I. what took place on the field. Now, what he was, I don't think he was trying to set, separate himself and say that I'm so good or I'm too good. Mm-hmm. He's saying that I am too good. And then he also as he closed that out because the media has a uh, has a way of doing the this they don't give you full to right yeah, he then yeah, they challenged do. the rest of his teammates and was hoping that up. they were looking in the mirror themselves,
3: themselves and saying
2: yeah. that I too am too good to be a part be of what part just of happened of on movie. that field. Well, you know what? One of the plays that
1: really pissed me off and really upset me was the first or second play of the game where uh, Warner throws it to Fitzgerald. He's going down the field. It was a phenomenal catch. He's at, on the on the edge of the field, right on the white line, right there, and he's running. And I thought, oh, this is a touchdown easy. Right. this is so this. What are you, what he, are you, why are you pissed off about he, because he went out of bounds, because that chick was standing there. Because that what? That cheerleader. The cheerleader. Oh, he looked oh, at that oh, cheerleader. Oh, I'm telling you. Me. I saw it in Fan slow motion. Fan man. Hey, I'm telling Fan you. man, please. I, a cheerleader. Right. I saw it in slow motion. Did she tackle him? No, she didn't tackle him, but he looked, and he
2: stopped. Oh. Out of bounds. I'm telling you,
1: right, right, right. You right. have
2: lost I, all credibility no, I as not, no. a representative for you. the fans <laughs> in sports when you say that he stepped I, out of bounds because of a cheerleader. I, I saw his head turn, and the, the, the there is no way. You see the
1: girl's hips, and he... And, and on the slow motion, when they stopped him when he went out of bounds? No, He had
2: form going down no, the no sideline. No, and what happened, and I'll tell you what I'm happens. You, what many times in track, what will happen with what? some sprinters is they will get out of the, uh, their lanes, they will be penalized and disqualified, and he basically just kind of got off track a little well, bit you know what? and out of his lane. He should
1: have been off track, and it was about that girl. I'm telling you, oh, anybody boy. wants to call in and, and, and talk oh, to us about that? Oh, please don't call in. Here's what I, here's I, I will not you discuss what? that with you. Here's what I want to say. Having everybody back really made a difference today, you know, in the game. I mean, the protection that revamp line got for Edge today was outstanding. I loved all of the first down plays, calls up the middle for Edge's one-yard gains. That was so innovative, Ray. In fact, I, I don't even think the Bucks even quite figured that play out all day because we were able to get that one yard every single time that we ran it because the receivers pulled in some great balls. The D-line was on Garcia all day. We didn't have any stupid penalties. We didn't get burned by the Bucks up the middle on the run. On any short dump You know, you're really pushing the you're really Great pushing performance it. You're today, guys. Really it. Simply this amazing. This is a PG you show. You never failed and to surprise me. you are
2: about <laughs> to push me over the edge. But we know all those things is <laughs> sarcasm. That's Wait, what, that's no, being someone being no, very sarcastic. It is not. Yes, it is. of the listen, truth. No, I
1: what, tell the truth. The
2: truth is that this team did not. Execute the coach even said that's it. what I just said. Yeah, well, no, it's no, no, what you said, yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's what I'm saying, and I, I want everybody to understand it. That that's just somebody being very sarcastic. I don't even know where you got that trash from, but this is a football team. And listen, and, and this and, and the coach has said this, and as a matter of fact, this is not just this team, but all the teams here in the valley. Don't panic yet, it's not happening anymore, exactly right. But <laughs> Arizona State they lost last week, that's okay, that's okay. don't panic. Don't don't panic. don't panic. The Suns, Kobe came in and blew them so out what? one don't, game. Don't, big don't panic. Deal. That's exactly right. Now for us, we're still only one place out of first, one game out of yeah, but, first place. Yeah, yeah but don't b- panic. B- because that division sucks. That's okay. San Francisco
1: sucks. It doesn't Seattle's make a losing. difference how you uh, get to the dance, yeah, just get there. But see, when you get to the dance, you're going to be thrown out of the dance hall. No, it you won't will not take either. long. Now, I'm telling you, 3-5 the way they're playing, forget it. Exactly what I just said sarcastically is the truth. Okay, they I got to step back. They better get their act together. I got to step back and take a breath. You you're
2: living in the retirement bill I want to take a breath. Now, okay. I, I got to say this to say, you. Say what? I believe no. what happened last week <laughs> <What>? is <laughs> our team came off of a bye. Yeah. A bye wasn't necessarily the best thing for us at that time, except for a couple what you, reasons. What do you mean? We did have some players that were injured that needed some time to get well. And we, were, we had lost two games in a row, and it's not good to go into a now it's three game losing streak. But, uh, but also, we're used to there, that here. There, but we're was, used to that. There was a cohesiveness of this team that had started to come together. started to gel. You, you, and all of a sudden, what happened where is did we, you, we got out of this rhythm. We got did, out of this rhythm yeah, that but, we were in. Yeah, but where did you see that? Where, it, no, I, you saw it in some games because our games have been very close with the exception of this game. Well, let me ask you a question, right? Our games have been when very close. Have,
1: when they have a bye week, the bye week is for one thing. It's because the bye week... The team needs to be re-energized, get their injuries intact, get everything focused in, in. And, you know, that's why they have a bye week. To give the players a rest, not to break down the momentum that they were coming into the bye week. They came out of the bye
2: week and played.
1: That was the worst game I've ever seen. They only had the ball for sixteen
2: minutes. Is, and sixteen what, minutes. This was this a like team. This game. was a team that was not focused. This is terrible. If he were to look at it and break down the tape, of which I am sure everybody's going to do, you oh, would see this. Here. This was this was not a team that was manhandled. This was not a team that was physically beat down. If you watch that Monday night game, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, oh. and there were some crunching blows of tackles and blocks and things where that team physically was beat up a little bit. Yeah, but she, I, I think I the Ravens th- got beat up. What we did is we, there were mental mistakes. When we talk about execution in the NFL, it's, there, those are mental mistakes. Those guys are just a fraction of a second of doing you know what they need to do? They need to communicate. You should be a coach. They need to communicate with each other. When you, you break you the need huddle, to be on, you need to be a coach. But it's it's simple. It's like this. You can it's a system. You're motivating me now. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to motivate you. It's a system just like you and I communicate. Yeah, yeah, they need to communicate. When you yeah, break the yeah, huddle, yeah, somebody yeah. needs to remind somebody yeah. else that listen, pick up that blitz. You know, be ready for the hot read. You know, make sure that Jimmy, you, you know, tuck the ball in. All those things need to be, you need to talk about that. it. When, you can believe when Kurt is going to hand the ball off now, he's handed it off with the wrong hand. Yeah. He's going to, you know, he's going to let those guys know, remember now, I'm handing it off with the wrong hand. You know, it's that subtle reminder. It's communication. It's a lack of communication okay. you, you, you that's know going what? on you know right what? now. You that's about, why they're not executing. Can you,
1: you talk about Martin Liner a couple weeks ago when he got injured, and everybody, everybody all the fans who were screaming and yelling putting, Put Kurt Warner in now they 're saying Kurt Warner 's the worst quarterback ever, blah 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 no, they 're not saying you know, that. yes they are no. they 're all complaining they 're complaining on the blogs they 're complaining on the sports talk stations on these terrestrial radio stations everybody 's complaining about it. What are they going to do now somebody said they have the two Timmys back there, you know Timmy, Timmy Rete, and they have Timmy Hasselback. Warner is still hurt, okay Warner has that thing on his arm and he can 't move he can 't do his thing. They should have put Rattay into that Tampa Bay game and gave Warner an extra week.
2: One extra week of rest.
1: You're not saying this. I I
2: totally disagree. Let me tell you something. Kurt Warner, half of a man is better than Rittay as a whole no, man I agree, at quarterback. But I would rather see Rittay get his ass kicked and get
1: hurt because the offensive Kurt's line is not... not remember, yeah, wait, remember but, Kurt has Kurt, his brace on his arm. It's gonna,
2: he's not going to get hurt. You know, he's not going to enter that arm. The way,
1: the way they were going after Kurt Warner, I thought he was going to be dead within a matter of 20 minutes of that game. The way they were coming after him, they were after him because they know he's hurt, and they know if they can get him out of the game and get Retal in there or the
2: little Timmy Hasselbeck in there, that they'll be able to really turn it on. Kurt, That's what they were trying listen, to do. Listen, Kurt is not complaining about being hurt. He is not in the, He's not feeling any pain when he's out there. Believe me. He's you know not. what? I
1: feel. You know, a lot of people also are also complaining about the Bidwells and the Birdwells, like I call them, the Birdwells. You know, they want to see Jerry Colangelo come in and buy the team. They want to change the team name. They think the team is cursed. They think this team, I mean, it's the same thing for the last 20 years, Ray. I told you in April, and I'm telling you now, here we are in the same crap that we have been in for the last 20 years anyway. No, you're Chester- listening
2: to Fan Man, and don't I, listen to Fan you Man you anymore, they, I'm
1: talking <laughs> for the fans.
2: I <laughs> believe in the fans. Listen, you listen listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America <laughs> Network with the number one co-host in the world, but man, he's got it all wrong. Yeah, listen, yeah, come I'm back done. listen to us after no, this I break, and I, I'll set you straight. I'll tell you, it was the kicker.
1: It wasn't the kicker. Yes, it was the kicker. The kicker would have won that game.
2: Don't chase people away.
1: Larry Fitzgerald.
2: What are you doing? Get away from
1: me. Your internet flagship station for sports.
3: Voice America Sports.
1: the fans now have a voice to speak their mind no holds
0: barred i, think ass and move I just, and I just think that the coach made a mistake
1: <laughs> nfl mlb nba nhl speak up or forever hold your mouth
2: we ain't playing around here
1: voice america sports myself down, Ray. I'm sorry. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show on the number one internet sports talk station on the internet. You like to call in, you may do so. Talk about your NFL team. 866 Again, eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. And you're listening to Fan Man along with Ray Ellis. Hi, Ray. And
2: I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to finish where I left off at because I just want to explain to our listeners exactly, you know, yeah, we got a problem. You know, we had a bad game. That the Arizona Cardinals had a bad game. That happens. Some days you show up at the office and you have a bad day. Mm-hmm. But you've got to understand that that's just that day. You you you, you can't say, oh, well, this okay. is my personality. Right. This, so, this is where I'm going to play all the time. So, so what they've got to do okay. is now what, what? realize they had a bad game. Okay. They're not going to fix it. Okay. They're going to go back to okay. doing some of the things. The hurry up offense. Okay. See, and but in in order for them to get into that hurry up offense, of which Kurt is so successful running, they've got to start off running the ball. And be patient. Yeah, but see, Adrian James only gets one yard. No, but 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 see, here's what you can't do. And when you are going to establish the run, just because you get one yard, you don't give up on the run. And that's what happens to many teams. Mm-hmm. See, what they do is they just you know give up on they abort all their plans. They had anything to do with running, uh-huh. and then they just start passing the ball. And then you've got these you know defensive okay, so, ends that so run what, so, so fast. So you're
1: saying to me, what do they have to do? This Sunday, with Detroit coming in and everybody down Detroit, everybody said Detroit. I I, I even said it myself. Not me. I did. Not, Not me, you, Ray, but I right. did. I said in April and May when the schedules came out, blah, 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 that the, the Arizona Detroit game, Arizona was definitely going to win this game. You know what? What are they going to change? Well, what are they going to change? Here's, here's to beat what Detroit. they're going to do. What are what, they going to They're going
2: to they they stay committed to the run. They're going to stay committed. They're going to beat up on Detroit defense, which is going to be hard to do. Okay,
1: let me ask you a question. So if they're going to stay committed to the run, that means they have to open up the hole. For Edry, That's the edgy boy, to get in there.
2: Well, you know we got, right? but but remember, I told you we got a couple backup guys that I don't think are too bad that need Marshall ship. Exactly, we need, they're a little quicker. Uh, JJ Anderson. There you go. Okay, so what we're going to do, whoever it is, mm-hmm. we're going to stay committed to the run. The okay. running game will then open up the passing, the passing game. game. Okay. But what we also got to do, what we haven't done a good job. Is the reason why we only had the ball for sixteen minutes of the game yeah, is, why is we, that? we didn't convert on third down. They never do. You you gotta you get got the, you gotta get third down, and it can't be third and long. You gotta have some third and, and short,
1: third and two, third, third yeah, yeah right.
2: exactly right. You know you gotta do that. And, and listen, you can't have your running back. Even though we, we we talk about this running game, and we're gonna run the ball, we're gonna stick to it. You know the guy can't carry the ball for you know. 17 yards on nine carries. Stick with the run. He'll get more than 17 yards, believe me, if, if, if you just, you know, do that. And also what we've got to do is, you know, we've got to be patient we got to do a little play action because then what happens once you started running the ball, those uh, linebackers, yeah, you, never see you see put play- eight men in the box, and then you get some play action, and then you can open up downfield. You, you never see the play But here's there. what I'm saying: we, Why are they doing that? Well, we've got to do because again, we start going directly. We we just get away from the run and we go directly to the pass.
1: You know why? Because they're always losing the well, game. We're going to run. That's now the, something that's, else that's, you got to do: We, we got
2: to look at across the league. You got people like you, the Saints. The Eagles and Detroit, these are teams that, you know, aren't necessarily the best teams in the league, Mm -hmm. but these teams have put some points up on the board. We gotta have, it's time for us to have a breakout game. For us to put some points. I know, it's time for us to, you know, if you remember when, 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 when Wiz first came to this team, Mm -hmm. he told us we should expect something, you know, a little different. That they were going to open up the playbook. We're but I, we haven't some, seen that.
1: Why is he? Why is he, I, I, why,
2: why is he not doing that? I don't know. Whatever, whatever the the gimmick plays or whatever it is that he has. What do we? We have one of which we down on the goal line in Washington. which we, we tried to uh, put Antoine Bolden in, in back there quarterback mm-hmm. and, and throw a pass, you know, to to to, uh, to Fritz in the end zone, and it didn't work. But other mm-hmm. than that, I haven't seen any. No. You know. It's boring so football. He, it's gonna, boring Arizona football, well, I, like it's been like for listen. the last 20 years. I thought this guy was going to commit. Running here the and ball is not boring. Listen, if you. Listen. No, no, I didn't and say that. Let me say this. Right. Because. And I'm not going to be I-told-you-so kind of guy. But there was a guy of which I told you (laughs) we should have drafted. Who's that? And that is all day Adrian Peterson. A.D. 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 long. Hey, wait a minute. How many yards did
1: he run for? Yeah, almost 300, 297. 297 yards. that's not boring. The fans here are saying that if if Adrian Peterson was sitting in this town right now, that he would have never gotten those 297 yards because of that. At O
2: line. No, let let me say something to you. What they do is they that offensive line does something that's called stick and stay. And all you got to do is stick onto that guy and stay on him for a second. That guy is so fast. He's got. He hits the hole so fast. Any other running back that doesn't hit the hole that fast doesn't gain the yeah, yard. See, Ray, Ray, the,
1: Ray, the reason the fans are really pissed off here, they got Levi Brown. And Levi Brown's good, okay, you know, and, and he is. And he's going to be a help. Levi's
2: not playing that much. He, yeah, he, 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 but, but he's hurt. Yeah, but, but, but he's, he's going to be ready this but week. Let's again. just say, he's in let, and out of the let's lineup.
1: fantasize here. Let's just fantasize that they bought in A.D., and that offensive line was better than what it is. Can you imagine? They'd be winning a lot of games with an AD.
2: But what happens many times is it's it's a collective effort of everybody's individual I know, I know you keep on saying and I'm that, saying but saying you, that you don't he, see that. The running back makes the offensive line better, and, a, and, a, and the offensive line makes the running back better, but they both got to have some talent. And I am just saying that right now what we're looking for out of Edron James is just... We're not going to get well, you, know, you know, part of the defense on Gerald. But he, he, he may get something. He's ne- he's never going to run. You think he's going to run for three hundred yards in a game? No, he's not
1: going to do that all the time. <laughs> but I mean, you know, he's he's definitely going to be a power runner for the next uh, couple years. Gerald Hayes missing assignments left and right. I, you know, he's terrible. I, you know, he, I think he's one of the worst middle linebackers in the league. I, I mean, you see the mistakes constantly. Well, actually, happen. he had a
2: pretty good game. No, also. but he, he missed
1: five. He missed, he, he missed uh, it, on third and
2: five. It cost the game. Well, here's so, the I mean, you can't. This is, this th- is. But those are mental mistakes, no, which yeah, I've told no, you. That's am, how you win a game. You know
1: what? I'm sick of mental mistakes with this team. Every week, it's a mental
2: mistake. Well, Every week. I can tell you this. Uh, tell we're not going to have mental mistakes across the board with all the other teams. So I'll tell you what, it's getting down to the end of the <laughs> you're, you're a mental mistake. So I'm just going to change directions here. And wait, we're wait, about wait, to close wait. in about three minutes. And let's, <laughs> as we always do, let's just go down the schedule and, okay. and, and, and see what's going right. to happen. We've got uh, you know two great teams, uh, Buffalo and Miami. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: My favorite. Well, Buffalo just come off a win. Yeah. Well, I, I would I would probably think Buffalo would win that game.
2: It's at Miami too. Uh, I think Buffalo will still win. All right. Now now there's another you know real good game between some real good teams. I can't I think, wait to see this one. This is St Louis. In, in New Orleans. Oh wow. Now now New Orleans hey, Jeff just told us he thinks New Orleans is going to win that division, but at the same time the you know the St. Louis Rams haven't nine. won a game yet. So.
1: Uh, I I would think New Orleans will not win
2: that. Well nobody wants to be the team
1: that loses to That's St. Exactly Louis. Right. So, so I think New Orleans will win that.
2: Okay, now this may be a decent game. Denver and Kansas City.
1: Um Denver's falling apart. They're in bad shape. I would think Kansas City would win that game.
2: Uh, Minnesota and Green Bay. Now, now, Adrian Peterson just coming off of that great game. You know, uh, now you got to go, that, you know, play Brett Favre. You got to go to Brett Favre. Uh, that
1: that game would be a toss up. We can't toss up. You got to come on. Okay, now you you pick this one.
2: Well, you know what? Uh, Brett Favre is hot, and and, you know, Brett is probably tired of these guys not mentioning his name with the other great quarterbacks, so I'm going to pick Green Bay. It's at Green Bay anyway. Okay, I'll go with Green Bay. Okay, uh, oh, now you're going to go. Yeah, I'm going to copy you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what about uh, Cleveland and Pittsburgh? Uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh is playing good, but you know that that listen. Right now, the Browns are playing well too. And, yeah, they are uh, they
1: are playing well, but I think Pittsburgh. But they got to all... go.
2: They got to go into Pittsburgh, and the, the weather was so nasty. You right. know, The weather may be I nasty think, again. I
1: think Pittsburgh is going to win. That well,
2: game. you know, it, it was the Eagles and the Browns, so I'm going to go with Cleveland, of course. Okay. You know, okay, Jacksonville and Tennessee. Um, Tennessee is uh, t- Jeff Fisher's hot. Um,
1: hot. I, I would say uh, Tennessee on that one.
2: Yeah, you know, and Vince Young. You I know, guess where couldn't. Jeff
1: Fisher came from. Where he come from? Yeah, uh-huh.
2: he, he was with the Eagles for. Oh, a yeah, he was. There, a, right? He was a defensive coordinator. Everybody, yeah, right? Okay, go ahead. He I'm cut sorry. me. Okay, oh, okay. Cut all right. Yeah, me. there <laughs> you go. Okay, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, the Eagles are at Washington. Um, God, you are thinking about that? I, I, you think we're you think the Eagles are, we're going to come back and, uh, and, and beat Washington? I think reds.
1: I think Washington in Washington. I think that Washington is going to beat the Eagles. I mean, I am sorry to say that, but I do.
2: Okay, Atlanta, Carolina. Who cares? Okay, what about Cincinnati at Baltimore? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Baltimore's having a lot of problems. Well, Cincinnati just got beat, you know, and but, but you know, ball, look at baltimore the Ravens got beat up last night too. I think, but you know well, what, He was a fun score. I, I don't even. I think seven to three. But listen, I think Ray Lewis will rally the troops, and uh, you know, and, uh, and screw him. And also, Ch- him. Chad may not be playing this week, even though Henry's coming back. Chad may not be playing because of his neck, so okay, he could be a little tentative. Okay. Oh man, we gotta hurry up. We gotta man. Arizona, uh, Arizona, Detroit. Uh, Arizona, Detroit. You know what? I picked Detroit early in the year.
1: Okay, but I'm going to Arizona. I'm, t- I'm picking Detroit just like I won last week. Tampa Bay I picked. I'm picking Detroit this time to sweep the cards. Okay, what about,
2: but what about San Francisco-Seattle?
1: Uh, so we want San Francisco to win that one. San Francisco. Hey, hey San listen,
2: F- we've been having a great time. <laughs> you listening to Real Sports on the Voice of America Network, the number one co-host in the world. Man, man. And as always, we got to go, but I'll see you next time, which will be the best
0: time. Watch those quarterbacks.